0: Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton.
1: Mr. Jim Dutton, you are a riot.
0: Call Jim now for advice tips and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 800-288-9227. That's 800-288-WBAP. Brought to you by Due West Foundation Repair. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. Advent Air, the comfortable solution. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen show place. Yeah, I'm proud to speak to the great one on home repair. <laughs> America's Choice Windows, with 10 windows for just thirty six. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. Ace Hardware, the helpful place. FoamMyWalls.com, wall foam insulation for existing homes. Cadell Electric Services, for all of your electrical needs. Dallas Bath & Glass, frameless shower doors. Texas Remodel Team, your complete solution for home renovations. U.S. Tree Care, give your trees the care they need. And now, broadcasting live from the floor in the core studios, here's Jim.
2: here to help you out. Any home improvement question you have, just feel free to pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out. Phone number is so simple. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-WBAP. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and like I said, I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Also, don't forget, we got our website, Pro. Dot com. That's THI Pro.com. There you can find links to all the different sponsors you hear me talk about. And these are all companies I've checked out. I know they're going to do a great job for you. So you can be assured when you call any of the contractors that you find at T-H-I-PRO.COM that they're going to do what you need done. So but this is Saturday, 12 o'clock. Well actually it's 1207 now. Time to take your calls and answer your questions. one 800 288 9227 that's 1-800-288-9227, so pick up the phone, give me a call, and we'll see what we can do to get your questions answered here on Texas Home Improvement today. I do want to thank Floor and Decor for taking care of this portion of Texas Home Improvement. They got the best selection, best prices, and expert advice when it comes to any of your hard floor surface, and they do, they do so much more than that. They've got all the tools you need, all the uh, installation materials you need more than just the wood floors and the tile and the you know all that kind of stuff they've got everything that goes with it as well plus they've got classes that they do on Saturdays I mean floor and decor really is set up to help you out whether you're gonna do it yourself or have a contractor do it floor and decor is a great place to go to get your flooring now let's let's talk weather for just a minute you know and I periodically will go back to the weather I was watching the news this morning, we are 21 days now, again, in North Texas with no measurable rainfall. So we went from drought, we went to rain, we're back into drought situation. If you are not watering your foundation, I know many people at this time of year stop watering their foundation because they think the trees are going dormant and it's going to be okay if you do not continue to water your foundation I will guarantee you that you will have a foundation problem down the road the moisture is disappearing from the soil again I'm getting more calls about the gap between the soil and the foundation on houses and that's nothing more than the soil shrinking when it dries out so get your soaker hoses out start watering your foundation even if you got a yard sprinkler system you need soaker hoses to water that foundation or some type of drip irrigation to water the foundation it requires a little bit of moisture daily in fact the instructions i give twice a day 15 minutes each time most yard irrigation systems go every two or three days for 10 to 15 minutes that's it the difference is when you're watering your yard You're trying to just take care of the top three, four inches to water the grass and and flowers and stuff like that. When you're watering for the foundation, you're trying to soak the soil deep down. You're trying to get down five, six, seven feet with the moisture. It takes time. It takes consistency to do that. And you only get that by giving it a little bit of water every single day. So by all means, if you're not watering the foundation right now, I'm giving you a heads up. To save you thousands of dollars, this is the time to be doing it. Now, if you got a home improvement question, whether you're dealing with a contractor, doing the project yourself, maybe maybe you got an inspection report that's telling you got to do all these things to bring the house up to code. And talking about hiring a, a contractor or, well, you know what? Let's start with the inspection report first. And I know I touch on this all the time, but you know, and if you've heard it before. Just give me a moment because, let's face it, not everybody listens all the time, every week, and so sometimes I have to repeat things. Inspection reports is one of those things that a lot of times people see it and the first thing they do is, oh my gosh, i got to repair all these things. Just because you get an inspection report that says not everything is up to code does not mean that you have to repair all those things. And I say that, I'm, I'm going to use cracked glass as an example. So you got a piece of glass that's cracked in the window, and it's written up in the inspection report. Now, does that mean you have to fix that piece of glass in order to sell the house? Absolutely not. Now, that piece of glass may be 20 bucks, and it's well worth fixing it in order to make the sale close if you've got a sale, and that's what came up. But there are other things that come up as well. Uh, The water heater is a good example. The water heater is not on a pedestal, therefore it doesn't meet current code. Well, if the water heater was put in prior to that code, you do not necessarily have to bring it up to code. Can the buyer say, hey, they don't want the house unless you do that? Absolutely. That's not what we're talking about right now. I'm simply stating it is a negotiable item. You do not necessarily have to just jump in and do the repairs immediately simply because somebody has told you you have to do it. But if you got a buyer and they want it done, yeah, typically we're going to do those items just to go ahead and get the, the deal closed. But don't let the inspection reports scare the heck out of you. And unfortunately, a lot of times they do. If the house was, my house was built in 1973, it is not going to meet all the current building codes. The codes have changed thousands of times since my house was built. So you just have to accept that and move on. And somebody who's buying an older home, they're typically going to understand that as well. Now, the ones who really freak out typically on it are first-time home buyers. Oh, it doesn't meet code. And, and somebody has to sit them down and explain, yes, you're buying an older home. Not everything's going to be to current code and not all cities have the same codes either so you have to keep that in mind also so there's a lot of things that go into it when you have a home inspected it is not when you look at that inspection report it is not the Bible it is just a guide right. 1-800-288-9227 that's 1-800-288-9227 Rick in Fort Worth welcome to WBAP what can I do for you Yes, sir. Great listening to you. Uh, Thanks. I had a question. I'm building
3: a house and, uh, the builder uses a spray foam insulation on the walls and the roof. Okay. Uh, but I've read some, uh, bad reviews or, you know, conflicting reviews saying that it's not, uh, you know, it's not that good because if there's a leak or something, uh, there might be issues where you can't tell, but I understand there's two different types of insulation on the foam, open cell and closed cell.
2: There is, uh, and, and I'll give you my take on, on all of this. I love spray foam insulation. Inch per inch, it is the highest R value you can get. The problem with spray foam insulation, though, so when they encapsulate the whole house, it seals so well that the humidity level in the house can only be controlled by your air conditioning system now. The house no longer breathes to to allow bad air to escape out and stuff like that. So you have to bring fresh air in through the air conditioning system, which makes you very dependent on your mechanical unit always working the way it's supposed to. And so a lot of these houses end up with what's called sick home syndrome. They They tend to grow mold and stuff in them. In order to avoid this, it's very simple. You foam the walls because that's where you have limited space. But in the attics, you use fiberglass insulation because it breathes, and you can get whatever R value you want because you've got the space to stack the insulation up. And if the builders would follow that, they wouldn't have such problems that they're having with some of these homes, uh, and there wouldn't be all these bad reviews. As far as the difference, you got the open cell, closed cell insulation. A closed cell insulation will not absorb moisture. The open cell will absorb and hold moisture much like a sponge does. So if there is a leak, it holds it holds it against the wood and can cause wood rot.
4: Okay. So actually the open cell is
2: bad. Well, I personally really don't care if it in my walls if it's open cell or closed cell. Uh, because there are advantages and disadvantages to both of them. One of the huge advantages if you're using the uh, closed cell is obviously if water does come through, it kind of runs off like like it's hitting a piece of plastic or something. However, at that, you never know that you've got the leak, so the water just runs down, it gets to the sill plate, and it's still going to end up causing wood rot down there. Where if you have the... Uh, open cell, yeah, it's coming in. Things are getting wet, so you know you got to tear something apart, fix the leak, and build it back. So there, there's plus and minuses of both of them. I personally wouldn't worry about either one of them in my wall
5: because okay. the wall's supposed to but, be
2: there to seal and, and and hold out moisture, anyways. Okay, just don't do it on the roof. I just I would not allow them to do both the walls and the the attic and everything. And I'm a, I'll tell you a quick story. I've got a... Uh, one of my nephews works for me. And he built a house in Buda, Texas uh, about three years ago. And I told him the same thing. And he said, well, the builder insists that's the way they do it. He wasn't in that house three months and they were dealing with mold issues because everything was sealed up so well. The air conditioner was missized. Uh, and by, you know, the just the. The plants you have in the house and people breathing and stuff change the humidity makeup in the in the house to the point where it had mold growing in it and had to be addressed. So the, all that can be avoided if if they would just listen a little bit, the and, and use common sense. I mean, up in the northern states where the foam started for the wall, you know, doing this encapsulation, it works great because it's being done for the cold weather and it seals everything. And if you take an igloo, and this is the the analogy I always use. If you take an igloo ice chest and you set it outside in Texas in, well, we're October right now. Set it outside right now. You open it up, it smells musty because it's it's just kind of baking in there and and sweating. You take that same igloo ice chest up to Minnesota and you set it outside. You open it up, it's still going to smell fresh and clean. The temperatures are different, the humidity levels are different. So the same building techniques that work in a northern state don't necessarily work here. Unfortunately, manufacturers of these products want to sell to the entire country, and the builders want to use stuff that's easy, quick, and and they, that uh, they can sell as a higher R value, make it more energy efficient. And so that's where we run into these problems. But if it was for me... And when I, when I do any remodeling or building, foam in the walls, fiberglass in the attic.
0: Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. It's like a sunny day in Austin, Texas, without all the weirdos. Here's Jim Dutton.
2: Hey, welcome back. 1-800-288-9227. This portion is being made possible by America's Choice Windows. Jim in Fort Worth, what can I do for you?
3: thanks for taking my call appreciate your show your input we're getting ready to have some um, hardwood floors installed and the uh the people that are doing that uh, do not remove the baseboard but rather uh leave that and just put down some quarter round and uh my question is i mean I i think it looks much cleaner and neater obviously to go under the baseboard instead of the quarter round but Interested in your thoughts on that, and then uh, also how much uh, work do you think I'd be looking at? I'm talking about my entire downstairs, uh, of me pulling that baseboard up and uh, re-putting it down after after the job's complete.
2: If you can pull it up carefully without breaking them, it's really not going to be that big a deal, uh, because they're already cut to fit. The hardest part is going to be making sure you get all of them back into the right places. Uh I agree with you. I like the looks of them better when the floor is under the baseboard rather than to it. And the big thing you got to make sure is that they leave a gap between the base, you know, between that stuff, because that wood's going to expand and contract. And let me tell you, they are horrible if it ever starts popping up on you. So you're correct, I'd I'd have them remove it. It's just more work for them and that's why they don't want to do it i got to take a break. For news, traffic, and weather, we'll be back with more Texas Home Improvement, 1-800-288-9227.
0: Jim Dutton.
2: I'm a contractor.
0: A simple man.
2: That's who I am.
0: A simple new fragrance. Oh, yes. A fragrance for the bold Home Improvement Man. I have fun doing this. Calk. The new fragrance from Jim Dutton. That's why I do it. Calk. Calk. It smells like Texas. Calk. Look for it right next to the turpentine on Aisle 5.
2: Oh, there is absolutely no comments I can have after that just here. 1-800-288-9227. That's 1-800-288-9227. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by Ace Hardware, the helpful place... And yeah, you can find the caulking on aisle five. What can I say? I can't go any further than that. One 9227 If you got any home improvement question, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas home improvement. And I, I want to remind everybody to check out our website as well, thiPro.com. There you'll find links to, you know, all the different sponsors you hear me talk about here on the show. These are people who really can help you out with stuff. Now, th- these are all people that I have checked out. A lot of them I do business with. I'm, I'm telling you, they really do a great job for you. And when you hear me talk about someone, you know, fortunate. The fortunate thing about doing a show like Texas Home Improvement, I don't have to let people on simply because they want to write a check. You know, a lot of, a lot of uh, on-air personalities, they got to kind of do what the salespeople tell them. I, I have the luxury of not having to do that. So, if you're hearing me tell you about somebody, and a lot of times you'll hear me tell you about companies that aren't even part, you know, aren't sponsors of the show, it's because I know they're going to take care of you. That's how this show works. When you call in and ask a question, I'm going to refer who I think is going to do the best job for you. So, if you got a home improvement question, 1 800 288 9227 is the number to call. And if you need a great resource looking for contractors and stuff, thipro.com is the place to go. And while you're there, make sure you sign up for the newsletter that goes out every other week. It's in the upper right-hand corner. Anyways, let's head into some calls again. 1-800-288-9227. Russell, welcome to Texas Home Improvement.
6: Hey, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I did have, uh, about three weeks ago, an unintended project of pulling up my carpet in my bedroom I thought I was going to just find what I found and all over the rest of my house, which is my hardwood floor is in relatively good shape. What I found was underneath my carpet was about two layers of linoleum. Finally got all of that up. And then underneath that, there's this tar-like glue that yep. is almost embedded into the floor that I cannot find anybody that would even come out. <laughs> when I send them pictures, they won't even come out and touch it. It's so yeah. overwhelming. I've tried uh, adhesive remover. Uh, scraping obviously does damage to the floors because it's so embedded. So I don't know. Am I needing to give up on this part and just get new floors? Or is there something that I can do to get that tar like glue adhesive off my floors?
2: Well, probably. How, how old is the, is the house? The house is about 80 years old. Yeah. I can tell you why nobody wants to come out and touch it. They're all convinced it's asbestos-type adhesive. Okay, and that's reason they don't want to mess with it. Uh, if they start messing with it, not only do they've got to, you know, a, a, a major project on their hands as far as getting that up, but there's certain ways it's got to be done things sealed up and air controlled and all this kind of stuff so it be it 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 would become a major major deal to try to clean okay. that up uh quite frankly the only way to clean it up is if you can scrape enough off that the floors can be sanded down enough to be refinished by the time you do all that you're better off to put new floors in
6: yeah yeah Okay. I kinda assumed as much. I did it, get a uh, a sander last week yeah. and the heat from the sander would melt on the the glue would melt onto the yep. sandpaper and it made the sandpaper ineffective. So
2: Yeah, and, um, and it and it does it quickly and that and that's the reason nobody wants to touch it. It's it's just it's next to impossible to clean up.
6: Okay. All right. Thank you very much.
2: Russell, good luck with that. All right. 1-800-288-9227. And, you know, that, that's one of those things that's been so regulated now that everybody's just afraid to mess with it. Judy, welcome to WBAP. Hi.
1: Okay, I have a, a question regarding flooring, just like the last gentleman. But um, we bought a rental house, and it needs the floors redone. Now, in the front living room, it currently has damaged laminate. So it's the living, dining, all the way down a hallway. So I'm trying to decide, am I pulling all that up and putting new laminate down? I don't think tile is a very good option for a living room. But I saw something today that is a vinyl, looks like wood, but you grout it. Have you seen such an animal, and is it an idea that would work?
2: I have not seen a vinyl that you grout. Now I have used the vinyl planks several times, and I love them. They they really hold up well, okay. uh, and for All for right. a rental place, it would they would mm-hmm. work great. There okay. is uh, at Floor and Decor they've got a new uh, floor out though that uh, that you may want to consider, and okay. basically it, it's like like what you have now, uh, where it locks together and stuff, but it's got a mm-hmm. lot of uh, it's basically done away with all the fiberboard and stuff. It's got a lot more plastic-type stuff in it. Okay. And so it takes right. the water. It, it's made to be able to be all mopped right. and stuff and not have to worry about the edges curling up and being damaged.
1: Okay. All right. And, and it's called you know, does aqua, that
2: have a name? <laughs> yeah, Aqua. I can't remember the exact name of it, but if, if you go in and ask them for their new Aqua floor, and that, okay. actually, that may be the name of it. I know it begins okay. Aqua something or other. Um, okay. It looks, uh, and here's how I've been testing it. To be honest with you, one of the guys at work asked me about it the other day. I, I took a piece of the regular laminate floor and put it in the back of my truck. They they had brought me some pieces of it, and I took mm-hmm. the Aqua, the, the new Aqua floor, and put it back there. And I've been just carrying it around in the back of my truck, throwing stuff mm-hmm. on it. Uh, you know, just beating the heck out of it. The old style wow. laminate floor looks like. Hammered yeah. crap. To be honest with you. Right. That that uh, that Aqua one, I pulled it out yesterday morning to show one of the guys, wiped it, and the darn thing looked just like it did when we threw it when I threw it in the back of the truck.
1: Wow, and is it uh, a lot more expensive than a standard laminate?
2: No. Okay. No, it's it very it's like very affordable.
1: Okay. okay Aqua guard,
2: that that's like the name winner. of it. Aqua yeah, oh, Aqua Guard. Take a look at that. Well,
1: I was I will do that. I was just in Lowe's and it says a floor that you can grout, and it actually leaves a you know a grout line. And I thought, well, that's interesting. But no, I think that it, it is. That's but you winner. know,
2: the the <laughs> problem with that is now you got grout that somebody can get dirty, and the next time you end up with the house back, you got a mess to clean up the grout lines.
1: And it pops out, I'm afraid, or something. It so. d- yes, okay. yeah. The I I'd be a
2: little leery of that on a rent house.
1: Okay. Well, I appreciate the information. I really enjoy your show. Thank you.
2: Thank you, ma'am. Take care.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. Bye-bye.
2: And Brian, thanks for emailing that, or uh, texting that to me. I, I knew it was aqua something. I just couldn't remember the rest of it.
0: Remember knowledge is power power get more knowledge about home improvement by signing up for jim dutton's free newsletter online at thipro.com better yet become a texas home improvement member and get more knowledge and more power and more jim dutton mojo thipro.com now here's more with jim on texas home improvement
2: Hey, and this portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by More Plumbing Supplies, Bath, and Kitchen Showplace. Go beyond the box stores. Go to bkshowplace.com. Hey, one last thing on that AquaGuard floor. That is a floor that is only available at Floor & Decor. So if you're interested in taking a look at it, find the nearest Floor and & Decor and go take a look at it. It really is a, a great floor. It really will do you a wonderful job. Now, if you got a home improvement question, 1-800-288-9227. Victor, what can I do for you today?
6: Yes, I have two quick questions. Um, okay. I have some tile in the master bedroom that I don't like the color. I heard there's a dye out there that, that you can dye the tile instead of replacing it. Is that any good?
2: Well, it's not a dye to change the color. You, there are coatings that are available to go over it. Oh okay. uh, Deitch yeah, Deitch Coatings makes a really good one. Uh, okay. go online to Deitch D A I C H Coatings Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, that one I know holds up very well.
6: Okay. Uh, the next question. Are storm doors any the gut? Screen do doors do with it? to put on your house.
2: Sure. I, I have it on my house.
6: Okay. Um, I was just wondering, are they energy efficient?
2: Well, that's a different question. Um, it, it, what a storm door, and a storm door and a screen door are two different things. The storm door, what it will do if we've got extreme heat outside or extreme cold outside, makes a buffer between your door and that extreme temperature. And at that, yes, it helps make the door more energy efficient. Is it going to be the end-all, the catch-all? No, absolutely not. But it darn sure does help. A screen door, basically what it does is just makes it where you can open up the door and allow the the nice fresh air to come in. So is there any energy efficiency to that? Only if you shut the air conditioner off. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All righty. Victor, have a great weekend. Bye-bye. You too. 1-800-288-9227. 1-800-288-9227. Lynn in Keller. Welcome to Texas Hi. Home Improvement.
1: Hi. Thank you. Um, I have a problem with my carpeting in my ba- master bedroom. Um, it buckled up for no reason at all. There was no moisture in there, I don't think, and there's no yeah. water in there. I don't know they if it's will... carpeting.
2: No. Okay. It, actually, what happens is carpet will stretch over time. Uh-huh. And it'll start getting those little ridges. And basically, either when you have it cleaned or you can just call a carpet guy to come out and re-stretch it at any time to get rid of that. Uh, it's, oh, it's no big deal. doesn't cost a whole lot to do. Uh, but like I said, usually when you have a the carpet cleaned or anything, uh, you can have it done at the same time.
1: Oh, really? They do that?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yep.
1: And now, it was, is the carpeting just because it wasn't really expensive carpeting? Is that oh no,
2: not no? at all. Even even it's your better. most expensive carpets will do that, because oh, really? it's, ju- it's just it's just a fabric, and uh, you know on the back side is is just it's still just fabric on the back side, and so over time it just stretches out from you walking back and forth on it and stuff like that. Oh, I see. So okay, that- nothing to worry about. 1-800. Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement, 1 800 288 9227. All we're going to do this hour is take your calls and answer your questions at 1 800 288 9227. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by James Hardy, the best siding on the planet. Visit thipro.com and click on the link to James Hardy Siding to learn more. And I, I got to tell you, they got some great sightings available right now. Uh, There's a lot of siding companies that are trying to catch up to James Hardy and if you want the best you need to take a look at James Hardy. Why do you want to take one that's an imitator? Just go with the one that that really developed all this technology that's being used in that industry right now. Anyways, 1-800-288-9227. When I left I had read an email question that had come in, and I'm going to reread it real quick, and then we'll we'll answer this before we jump into the calls. But again, 1-800-288-9227 is the number to call. Okay, I'm looking at several different possibilities for reducing the summer heat into winter cold in my attic. I'm doing this because I would like to store items in the space without cooking them. Also, and I'm looking for efficiency gains. Planning that it would be more efficient because it is a temperature-stable environment. Okay, I'm going to stop at that on the question. Your AC system that goes in the attic is designed to operate in the heat of an attic. And it really doesn't make it any more efficient operating if it's cool in the attic versus hot in the attic. Now, it does help a little bit, and I say a little bit, in the efficiency of the ductwork if the temperature is controlled a little bit in the attic. Uh, And and the only way it helps at all on that is, you know, the ductwork as it's sitting there will heat up. When the system first fires up, it blows that hot air out into the living space. Boom. You know, the the system's got to cool that air down again. Very minor. Not enough that I think you would even see it on your electric bill. So I, I would not use that as a reason to put the foam in the attic but the fact that you want to store stuff in the attic okay that makes it a a different thing by changing the temperature and i know a lot of us use our attics for storage and you got to be very careful what you put up there because anything that's not going to handle extreme heat just can't go up there so this is his next lines my first thought was to spray foam the back side of my roof Close off my vents and remove the attic fans. My concern with this idea is the issue of moisture that might permeate through the ceiling of my single-story ranch home. I'm looking to see what your thoughts are because I don't want to create a mold problem. If all you're doing is the attic that way, you got no issues as far as the mold problem because the the house itself still breathes through the walls. Uh, the attic through the living space of the home and yes that will definitely lower the temperature because uh, as your living space is cooled uh, that will reach up into the attic some especially if you remove the insulation between the attic and the living space if you leave you know an uh, an R38 insulation between the two your attic's still going to heat up insulation only works in heated and cooled spaces and so for that insulation to do you any good, you, you got to heat and cool the attic then. The other thought, back to the question here. The other thought I had was to install a radiant barrier. I'm thinking of installing a breathable radiant barrier over the existing blown-in insulation. Once I put the barrier down, I would install a 7 plywood deck that would be walked on for my storage. I would also install a barrier on the backside of the roof rafters. If I do this route... Will it reduce the heat in the summer so my storage items don't cook and in the winter cold for efficiency gain of the HVAC? I have also heard that a radiant barrier blocks cell phone reception. I would not worry about the radiant barrier as far as the cell phone reception. uh, It's not an issue. Uh, As far as will it help with the heat? Absolutely. But you're only going to drop the temperature probably 12 to 15 degrees with the radiant barrier. I'll tell you the way I've got. My attic is very similar to what you just described. I have the radiant barrier on the deck boards. And then I also have one that lays on top of my insulation. My heating bill, because I have hardly no insulation in the, in the attic of my home. My heating bill or my cooling bill and stuff is very good. Not an issue at all but i can tell you the attic does still get hot you got to have great ventilation and i do i i've got continuous soffit vents and ridge vents on my house to to allow the heat to escape but it still does get hot up in the attic so depending on what you're going to store in the attic uh, will depend on if that's going to work or not that is the way i normally recommend it though uh go to there's a website energy the letter com. go to that website they got they got some great radiant barriers there that you can take a look at, and I've used those for years, and uh, it's always done a wonderful job. You're on the right track. If you want to cool the attic, the foam insulation will not be a problem as far as moisture. You know, yes, someday you're going to probably have a roof leak. Moisture is going to get into the the foam and all that stuff. Um, even if you have fiberglass insulation, that's going to happen. So I would not use that as a reason not to get it doesn't matter what the insulation is. That's something that sooner or later will happen. It's just a matter of pulling the insulation out, fixing whatever needs to be fixed, and, and spraying some insulation back in. Not that big a deal. Anyways, that's one of the questions that came in through our Members Only site. And if you want to take a look at becoming a member, go to THIPro.com and click on the Members Only site. And I'll tell you up front, there is charges to be a member. The newsletter, on the other hand, is free of charge when you go to THIPro.com. So go ahead and sign up for our newsletter, and you can get that every other week. 1-800-288-9227. Let's head back to the calls. Tony in Arlington. What can I do for you?
4: Well, I've got a problem. I'm a disabled American veteran, Vietnam era, and I've got a two-bedroom house in Arlington uh over in the West Arlington I'm sorry, East Arlington side that is falling apart. It was my fiance's house and she recently passed away and now it's up to me to try to keep it and get it better. I've got foundation problems and I've got, of course, with the underlying foundation I've got walls and ceilings cracking. The only problem is I'm on a very limited fixed thing down and I'm wondering if you know of anybody that can help me. I've contacted a couple of organizations, and it seems like, yeah, and then they go away. So any help you can give me.
2: Okay. Uh, is it a slab or pier and beam? What, what type peer of foundation?
4: Pier and, and beam. Okay. Um, we had some foundation repair done a number of years ago and it just didn't keep. Yeah. Um, they're talking that they need to put a beam all the way across the middle. The okay. front half
7: is worse than the back half.
4: But I've got to live in the whole half. Sure. So, uh, I've got doors that stick, doors that don't close all the way. I've got uh, – it's got a brick front, and half the brick wall fell off. So I've got – okay. Uh, tarp uh, covering it. I've got a front window that uh, every day it's up there and not falling out is another day I'm lucky.
2: Yep. Well, Tony, i tell you what I want you to do. I want you to give my office a call and schedule a time for me to come out and take a look at it.
3: Okay.
2: Uh, I'm one of the owners of Do West Foundation Repair. And my number is 972- Four zero six, zero nine one two, and I will come by. We'll take a look and uh, we'll see what can be done.
4: Okay, and um, I'm driving, so I have no can or anything. Uh, that was okay.
2: I'll tell you, you what. what the I'm gonna name put
4: of the company again.
2: Du West. That's D U West. Okay. Dot com. And Tony, if you don't mind, what I'll do is I'll put you on hold. And Lee, would you get his information for me, and 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 uh, I'll give you a call on Monday, Tony, if that's okay.
4: I I appreciate it. Thank you, sir.
2: You bet, Tony. Have a good weekend, and you and too. thank you for your services.
4: Thank you, sir. Right.
2: One eight hundred two eight eight nine two two seven. That's one eight hundred two eight eight nine two two seven. Any home improvement question? Pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to. Help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Hey, we got Trey on the line. Trey, how are you doing today?
3: Man, living the dream. Living the dream, Jim.
2: <laughs> <laughs> How's
3: it going for you.
2: <laughs> going good. I mean, how, how can it not be going good? This is just gorgeous weather we're having right now.
3: Here's the deal. I talked to Brian a little bit ago, and he says, Trey, unbelievable, Trey. I got double pane, double hung windows. I'm able to take the top part of that window and slide it down and get ventilation from the top. He says, Trey, unbelievable how much ventilation is actually coming through. Drop the humidity in the house, temperature in the house. He's like, this is the most amazing thing. You know, you talk about it, I hear about it, but this is really the first time I've been able to use it. We're like, there, there it is. Who, who better than than Brian, the producer, right?
2: Absolutely. Yeah,
3: yeah. so he's actually raising down his windows. And the, the cool thing about the double-pane windows, the double hung window is that when you raise the top sash down, you can actually raise the screen up and get ventilation without having to worry about the bugs coming in, mosquitoes, anything like that. Isn't that awesome? It is. Hey, I got a question for you real quick, not to get too much on that. But hey, where okay. do I find your special cologne? Is it in the call or in <laughs> what? what, what?
2: <laughs> I, I take it you were listening during the last hour.
3: Well, I'm just I'm just curious to know it. What? What? I'm I'm looking for it and I don't see it. Where? <laughs> where do I go?
2: <laughs> First, you gotta go to Ace Hardware. You're oh, yeah, by the Ace paint Hardware. department and where you find yeah. the caulking guns and the in the in the caulking uh, for around the windows. And I know you uh-huh. got pallets of this stuff in your warehouse. There you okay. go. You got it.
3: <laughs> well, I thought I was okay. So I thought you know I'm the windowologist, as every, as everyone knows, I'm the windowologist. I have now deemed you as the colleges no, 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 no,
4: no,
2: no. <laughs> what
3: What do we think? What do you think? I'm gonna have Lee.
2: I'm gonna have Lee hang up on you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, no, Jim really, we're, we're we're calling in and saying thanks to our customers. You know, we're gonna have a big a thing uh, going on down in Houston. So, if anybody's driving through Houston going down to Oktoberfest, you know, in uh, in Galveston this coming weekend, which will be October 24th. Come on by, have some free barbecue on us. It's just a customer appreciation. Come out, and we're going to have a band out there, as you well know. We're actually doing the show out there at our at our place uh, in, yep. in League City. So if you're heading down Forty south, heading down to Galveston to Oktoberfest, stop by, say hello to us, 11 to 4. We're going to be out there and just having a grand time.
2: And even if you're just going down to, to visit somebody in Houston, come on out and say hi. Shake the hands of first responders and vets and and all the, the people who really take care of us each and every day.
3: That's right, Jim, because you know, what we're doing, we're actually just doing a, a thank you for the police officers, for the firemen, for the first responders, for, for people that take care of us within our community that, that don't get the, 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 the salute that they should every day. We take it for granted, don't we?
2: Absolutely.
3: And we're just going to say, hey, come out and have some lunch on us and, and get to know the people in the community. But if you're not in, like I said, if you're not in Houston, it doesn't matter. You're heading down to Octoberfest because Octoberfest is a pretty big deal. I understand you're going to be dressing up <clears>
2: too. <throat> I, I will have my leather hosen on when I go down for Octoberfest.
3: Hello, leather <laughs> and then also your new cock cologne. I mean, you're going to be <laughs> dolled up, man. <laughs> so hey, people, if you want to see Jim and their leather hosen and then the new cock to make you smell pretty come on out to America's Choice Windows at our corporate location there in Leak City, and you can go on THIPro.com to the website, and you can find our address there and see what it's about. But Jim, thanks for taking the call. I know you're busy. Uh, Thanks for what you do and for what you're doing for us coming up in this next weekend. 10 Windows 3680 installed America's Choice Windows. Give us a call. I'm going to let you give the number out in here a second, Jim. And then also right now, you call today because we're open until 4 o'clock. You call today, and we're going to give you a free window going in along with it, the customer appreciation. So you get 10. So if you got 11, you get one free. If you got 12, you got one free. You get 20, you get two free. So for every 10 you get, you get one free, double-pane, argon-filled, low-E, custom-manufactured window, and that is with the best glass package you can get, which is the 366 Cardinal Glass, Jim.
2: And that's the, I've got that, you know, while you and I were talking, I actually pulled the shades up in my office here so I could look out my window because <clears throat> I know you can keep things going if I'm not right there to to be talking with you. <laughs> and,
5: uh, <laughs> <We're> uh,
2: <open. laughs> I, uh yeah, I love the windows, yeah. Trey. I got to tell you, I yeah. mean, that one-inch gap, really makes a huge difference on the temperature and the sound coming in from those windows.
3: Hey, how many times have we had somebody call in, Jim? Now, we do talk about energy efficiency because the the stereo thing of a double-pane window is for the insulating factor, and people take the insulating factor as being part of the energy efficiency part. But what they don't really take into account and what we probably don't speak enough of is the noise abatement that it actually helps reduce the outside noise. Example, like when Mary's mowing the grass and you're sitting. All right,
2: there. it's time for you to go now, Trey. <laughs> you
3: know <what> <laughs> Jim, thanks for what you do, truly. But give us a call. Ten Windows, thirty six eighty. Remember, you buy ten, you get one free. You buy twenty, you get two free. And then also, where can they get a hold of stuff for that, Jim? What number?
2: All right, give him a call at two one four three nine zero fifty five ninety eight. That's two one four three nine zero fifty five ninety eight. If you're in the Metroplex area here. 888-701-0872 any place you can hear us that's 888 and of course online at americasreplacementwindows.com
3: Jim we'll see you next weekend man thanks so much I'm be looking better.
2: forward to it Trey I'll see you later
3: Let a horse in then mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> hey you're going to be playing the guitar yeah. that I'm bringing out with me for you remember Thank that
3: you. we're going to be singing a chair remember that <laughs> I'll talk to you later
5: with real estate expert Todd Tremonti. So you're thinking about selling a house, but you're curious if the fall is a good time to do that. The answer is yes, if you have the right strategy. The answer is no, if you just want to rush out and do this without a plan at all. The reason it would be a bad time is if you don't understand that buyers tend to view the fall as a time to take advantage of sellers sellers tend to view the fall and the winter as a time that's less likely to sell so they tend to drop prices and offer better terms but you don't have to do that right now still a really great market to sell a home there's still great buyer demand and there's still very low inventory so if you're thinking about selling a home this fall it's a great time to do it you just want to plan ahead and make sure that your marketing is specifically targeted towards a fall buyer If you have any further questions about this, or really anything real estate related, give me a call. I'm Todd Tremonti with Market Experts Realty, and you can reach me at 844-404-SOLD or online at overunderagent.com.
0: And now back to Jim Dutton and Texas Home Improvement.
2: Hey, welcome back, 1-800-288-9227. Got open lines, ready to take your calls and answer your questions. So pick up the phone and give me a call, 1-800-288-9227. Hey, if you miss any of the show, make sure to listen to our podcast. It's available on iTunes, or simply click on the SoundCloud icon at THIPro.com. Again, our phone number, 1-800-288-9227. And, you know, when you do go to THIPro.com, make sure you click and sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week. There's all kinds of, you know, helpful information and tidbits of things going on, like we do have the uh, barbecue free-for-all that we're doing down in Houston listed on there, and other questions and answers like hiring a contractor. You know, we talked about that last week. Uh, Converting a garage to a man cave conversion, just all kinds of stuff to help you out with different projects or ideas for things going on around your house. Again, that's thI pro.com But right now, I need to take your calls and answer your questions. So 1-800-288-9227 is the number to call. That's 1-800-288-9227. Pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. And with that, Gene, welcome to WBAP. What can I do for you?
7: Yeah, back in 1990, I had uh, an addition put on my house, uh, went out, well, the length of the house, 52 feet, went out 15 feet. And, uh, the guy tied into my existing, uh, roof rafters, uh, about <gasps> six foot from the, from the top. Uh, well, now I've got a leak in the roof, uh, and it's dripping out onto my porch, which has a, a covered ceiling. Um uh, uh, I went up there. Well, it, it looks like the problem is that he did four-foot centers on the rafters that he put in. Oh. And it's, start, it's starting to sag, and I think that's, uh, it, it's probably torn the uh, uh, the felt, you know. Yeah. I, I I got up inside the attic there, and I could see it's running down one of the new rafters, and then it drips onto the plywood roof of my uh, my back porch and i'm just wondering what's the best way to fix that do i tear all that off and 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 go back and put uh 2 foot centers on 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 the sheathing or uh, yeah i don't know how he I,
2: yeah. I don't know how he got away with 4 foot centers uh, to begin with because uh 2 is the max that you can ever do so that that in yeah. itself would help a lot um yeah you know are you seeing it, when, when you're down, are, are you looking at it from uh, the top or whatever, are you seeing it sagging between all the four? F- yes. Okay. Every it, one of it, them, yeah. And it does it all the way down the the addition?
7: Yep. Yep, sure okay. it does.
2: Yeah, that's, I hate to say that, but yeah, that's going to be the best way to fix it because anything else you do is going to be a temporary fix, and it's going to always plague you. So the right uh, thing to do is going to be to open it up, put the new boards, you know, add the new boards in there and and close it back up. Uh, yeah, it's Arrington... still a
7: roof. It's still a roof. So I'm just wondering, you know, would, I, would it be this time to go ahead and put a metal roof on it or um, do another but, 15 to 25-year roof? Uh,
2: w- did it have rolled roofing on it or did it have shingles on it? Shingles. Okay. You know, if you got enough slope, there's no reason not to go back with shingles I, I like metal roofs but uh, to match unless you're gonna do a metal roof on the whole house I would yeah, keep it matching the rest of the house
7: okay all right now I, I, I've got those uh, the whirly birds up up top uh, would, yeah. would that be a time to go ahead and put the uh, uh, the, the vents way at the top like it
2: yep uh, Abs- so- absolutely absolutely Arrington Roofing can help you out with all the stuff that you're talking about.
7: Oh, excellent. Okay, I will give them a call, sir. Alrighty. All righty. Well, you have a great so weekend.
2: Much. Thank you, sir. Okay, all right. Bye-bye. Yeah, Arrington Roofing can, uh, you know, when it comes to doing that kind of stuff, can definitely help you out. 214 698 is their number. And... Uh, you know whether it's a flat roof or the ventilation, whatever the that you need, uh, or shingle roof like this one, metal roof. They can go over all your options with you, and uh, make sure that you get the the right choice for what's going on. One 9227 Debbie in Denton. What can I do for you?
8: Hello. Thank you for taking my call. I'm calling because we are building a new home in Denton and are considering using foam insulation. Uh Um, Unfortunately, my husband's not with me, or I'd let him talk to you about this. But uh, we have had some uh, concern expressed by... Yeah, you know, in our conversations about this, that sometimes there's condensation that will form in the attic. We're talking about yep. encapsulating. Um, and the two alternatives or two options to take care of this that have been mentioned would be a dehumidifier and an, an air fresh air exchange system. Do you have any comment about this?
2: Oh, I do. And Debbie, I got more comments than I've got time for. So I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to put you on hold for just a moment. I'm going to take right. a quick break, and then we'll come back, and we're going to address these questions because you know, more and more builders are, are doing this, and we're seeing more and more problems.
0: Trump? Carson? Fiorina? A surprise late bloomer? Who will be left standing when it's all said and done? Keep up with the daily drama on your election station. News Talk A20, WBAP. Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. It's like NPR without all the intellectual, boring baloney. Here's Jim Dutton.
2: Yeah, just a contractor with a shovel in one hand, has hammered a pound nails in with the other hand, and answering questions. That's what we do here on Texas Home Improvement. This portion is being made possible by Cadell Electric for all your electrical needs. 214-329-4567, CadellElectric.com. When we ta- left, I was talking with Debbie, and Debbie, are you there still? Okay, I hear you, Debbie. Yes. Okay, you're looking at building a new home. They're They're talking to you about using foam insulation in the walls and up in the attic, basically sealing up the whole house. Yes. And, yes, there are a couple different ways that they try to control the humidity. The humidity issue that you run into is typically not up in the attic, though it's typically down in the living space like around windows and, and things like that where uh, it'll start to sweat and it'll get into a corner and start to mold and uh, the way they try to solve it is with the air conditioning system because the air conditioning system is a dehumidifier now you can add a dehumidifier to help as well the the only issue I have with all this is that your house is now dependent on these mechanical devices to control the humidity level in it and keep it from from turning into a moldy home where if we would use the foam insulation in the walls and fiberglass in the attic the house can still breathe like a house is supposed to you got all the R value you want because in an attic you got all the space you need to put uh, insulation to raise the R value inch-for-inch inch, foam is a much better insulator than, than fiberglass or cellulose or anything else. So that's why I like to use it in the walls but I, I leave the attic to be able to breathe and uh, I mean that's just the way I like to do it. It works out very well and then you're not dependent on that air conditioning system but in, 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 if you're gonna go in the case you know where, where you're buying from a builder who that's the way he does it. The advice I would give you is get somebody other than their AC person to do a load calculation on the house to make sure that the AC system is sized properly because what I'm seeing happening out there is they're missizing the, the units, and mm-hmm. so you still end up having a an AC problem that has to be tweaked later. And Are you rather than
8: that you'll have... Too many, too uh, too large of a tonnage, or too small.
2: Uh, Yeah, uh, the surprisingly surprisingly enough, it's not unusual when they when they encapsulate the whole house like this that they put too large of a unit in. Yes. Uh, Because they the the guys who are designing it they they look at it and they they say, well, you know, if it had regular insulation in the walls, I'm just going to throw numbers now. I would need a five ton unit. And with, okay. with this foam insulation, I only need a three ton unit. Well, that just doesn't sound right, so let's put a four ton in. Okay. And that's a killer. Mm-hmm. On a on a <laughs> on a house that has all foam okay. like that, that's sealed up, you are better off to have too small a unit than you are to have too large a unit.
8: Yes. All right. Will you give me some good information to think about? Um, may I ask one other question now? Sure, go ahead. The air conditioner is what's controlling the humidity in the living space in uh-huh. the winter. What controls the humidity? I guess we don't it's, have to deal with this much because it's usually a low humidity. Well, it's it's lower
2: humidity, and and uh, you know your heating if it. Typically in the in the winter months our air is so dry, that's reason our skin gets so uh, itchy. Yes. So it's it's usually just not an issue.
8: Okay. Okay. Well you have given me some good information to share. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. You
2: bet, Debbie. Good luck with the new house. Yes. Thank bye you. Bye bye.
0: Because your weekend honeydew list is longer than I thirty-five. <laughs> This is Texas Home Improvement with
2: Jim Dutton. And let's head to Mosquite, Texas. Lewis, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. What can I do for you? Hi,
6: Jim. How are you doing, man? It's nice talking with you. Thank uh, you. Okay, i just just uh, see if you can give me some pointers on... I'm trying to install a uh, security camera system outside the house.
4: Okay. And
6: I, I want to bring the wires in from the brick wall into between the brick wall and the sheetrock and running down the sheetrock about, say, about nine feet and then bring it out, like, right where the uh, the television is located, where I can hook everything up from there. And okay. my question is, how can I, could you give me an advice on how to, to you know, where would I be dealing with bringing the wire through the concrete wall, you know, the brick wall and down between the sheetrock? The-
2: yeah what contractors use is called a uh, a fishing line and basically it's a wire rod that comes on a reel and so you would drill a little hole and you'd fish this line on up into the attic yeah or vice versa you go in the attic you drill down through the plate up there and fish it down into the hole that you found in the wall there's nothing easy about locating it it's very difficult and especially if you got an eave out there that's real tight, it's almost uh, impossible on some of those outside walls to do that. Uh, so, but it, yeah, stop at any hardware store and tell them you need a uh, fish line for doing that. That's it for Texas Home Improvement this weekend. Have a great week. Don't forget, check out thipro.com.